Hello. Hey. Welcome to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Mary. And I'm Kylie. We are a mother-daughter duo who are interested in true crime. Some material may be disturbing with its adult content and our adult beverages. We try to censor our language. However, listener discretion is advised. To join in on a conversation, find us on Instagram or join our Facebook group, Sipping with Snapped, where we discuss all the episodes, wine, and all things Snapped. So uncork your favorite bottle of wine or your favorite beverage and let's talk snap. All right. Hi, this is season 29, episode 13. And what are we drinking today, Kylie? Tonight we are drinking another white, another Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. This one is called Kim Crawford. Like the actress? Um, is she an actress? I just... <laughs> That's Joan, no wired hangers. <laughs> don't you remember all those Mommy Dearest references uh, as you were growing up? but she probably was drunk on white wine, so she I can see the... <laughs> She probably was. Okay, so tell us about uh, Kim. So it is from Marlborough, uh, New Zealand. The, it's described as having bursts of passion fruit, citrus, and ripe stone fruit flavors. Don't know what a stone fruit is, but I know it makes a really good wine. I love it. So it's a Sauvignon Blanc 2020. Yes, so it's nice and light. It's a great summer wine. The design on the front isn't that intriguing, so it actually took me a while to try it because I'm definitely... Uh, it's just a circle. ...by the cover. Yeah, exactly, type thing. Yeah. And the fact that it's a woman's name, I was like, I would rather have this funky looking one. Maybe it's like a grandma or something if that they named it after. I know. Now that I talk about matriarch. matriarch. <laughs> um, yeah, there probably is actually a deep meaning. You should look into that. Yes. At some point. And it's good with, what's that cheese thing that your generation uh, makes? We like our charcuterie board, our grown-up Lunchable. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> With our grown-up juice <laughs> That's thoughts. exactly it. Exactly. Oh, it's yes. the same type of thing. But, yeah, I like it. It's light and yummy, and I can drink it without my lips turning purple, so that's always a plus. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 12.5% by volume. Yeah, so it's about on par okay. for what most salves are. Well, it's really, it's really, really good, and it is refreshing. It is, especially... In this heat. <laughs> mm-hmm. So today's episode, I'm going to tell you about Bill Edmondson. Bill. He was born in a prison on September 14th, 1958 in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yes. Why was he born in a prison, you asked? I don't know how he was born in the prison, but that's a different... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they get the nice drugs that us moms get. I know. Get. Do they get do they get transported to a hospital or is it literally like in the cell or I don't know. But I mean, God, you've got to be a tough guy being born. Yes. Right? I was born uh, in darkness. His, That's a Bane quote. Was, <laughs> yeah. Nope. Over my head. His mom was serving 10 years in a prison which was called an institutional school for women after being convicted of second degree murder. Oh my God. Who did she kill? Her hubby. Yes, Bill's father. Wow. So he was born into a snapped 
episode, essentially. Yes, pretty much, pretty much. And then he was put in foster care. Bill was put in foster care until his mom's release. Oh. And she was released after just five years. Oh, my. For killing her husband. So it was not a very good start in life for Bill. And after high school, he joined the Navy. And he was stationed in Kitsap County, Washington. So he kind of took a Excuse different. <laughs> he took a different path. <laughs> so it sounds like he went on the straight and narrow, right? Yes, yeah. It, that's what people are saying in the episode. That uh, for such a rough upbringing, he was a very nice guy. He didn't swear. He was honest, hardworking, and he loved children. So at, in 1981, at the ripe old age of 23, he went out to a local bar and he was smitten. Smitten. By 26-year-old <laughs> Rosalina Manfrey. Um, the use of smitten, Mom. <laughs> I know, but I love I that know, word. So we're going to so use that again. But at 23, how smitten can you be? It might have been his first love. Yeah. Uh, and Bill Navy? was warned about her. Oh. No, he was, he was still in the oh. Navy. And he just went out to a bar. One night he went out to a local bar. Uh, Bill was warned about her, but he fell for her anyway. Uh-oh. So, Rosalina was born in the Philippines, and at the age of one, tragically, she lost both parents in an accident. Oh, my God. So, she grew up bouncing around from foster care to orphanages. Oh, another tough start. Yes, but she was a very pretty woman. And she wanted to move to the United States, so she used her beauty to woo the men into whining and dining her. She became engaged and moved to Washington State. How old was she when she got engaged? Did it say? <gasps> didn't say. And you know what? It didn't say when she was born either. I guess we could do the math. Yeah. In 1981, sure she was 26. Was, I wasn't sure if it was like as soon as she turned 18, she's like, I'm getting out of here. I'm thinking probably. She became engaged and moved to Washington State, but that relationship soured. So After she got there? <laughs> yes. Yes. So after she was in fear of deportation, so she married the first guy who asked, which was an older man named Pete. And after three whole weeks of marital bliss, he died of a heart attack. Quote, quote died of a heart attack how convenient three mm-hmm. weeks three weeks the poor guy didn't even get a full month Mm-mm. so she inherited everything oh my uh, gosh money everything so he didn't have any he was older and just had been a bachelor i guess or you know they didn't get into did it at place anyone or okay yeah they really didn't talk about pete and then in 1977 she found another guy named richard Matthew. Mm-hmm. which she wed and had a daughter with. And then Richard was arrested and put in jail. Oh. Because he was very abusive, especially when he drank. Oh, so she left, you know, all of that stuff in her home country only to come and... Yeah, search for something better. Yeah, exactly, to face other challenges. Yes. So that in 1980, with Richard behind bars... She worked as a house cleaner and cook for a gentleman named Robert who was very ill. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he changed his will and named Rosalina benefactor uh-huh. of his will, like of everything. Oh, my gosh. 
Yes, just so. for for whatever reason. For cooking and cleaning. Oh my gosh. It reminds me of this movie, spoiler alert, do you remember that movie Knives Out? Mm-hmm. Where he left everything to her, the housekeeper that was yes. also taking care of him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, she got it because she was a nice lady and the rest of the family was, was she sabotaging the, each was other. She? I know. <laughs> but then, so, I mean, it, this doesn't well, sound like it was like that, but... Guess what? What? Robert mysteriously died one night. But since he <sighs> was already ill, it wasn't looked into. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Black Widow. Yes. So, Bill, so wait, how many men is that now? Just... The first one that she was engaged to, Sourge, he didn't pass. He didn't die. The second one, the older guy, died of a heart attack, quote unquote. Yeah. The third one was in prison. Oh, because of the abuse. Because of uh, his temper. Uh And now the fourth one, who she didn't marry. Oh, he just. He left her everything, though. And right after that, kicked it. it. Yeah. So Bill and Rosalina met in let's say, May, June of 1981. And, and Bill is our 23-year-old prison baby. Yes, okay. naval baby. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> I should address him by who he turned out to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he had rough beginnings. Yeah. They, were, they met in May or June of uh-huh. 81, and they were married on August 21st of <gasps> 81. Oh, my gosh. So a month together. Uh, two months. Oh my god. Yes, and then they bought a house together. Oh, that's even a bigger commitment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, and that house right? getting out. That house yeah. is in uh Lake Symington, Washington, and she spent a lot of money decorating. And she wasn't happy and she wanted more. Did uh Bill have a lot of money or 23 years old in the Navy? Probably not. Yeah. So did she, she has been accumulating all of these assets from mm-hmm. these older men. Yep, and somehow they. Okay. They, you know what? They probably bought the house using her stuff, like her money. Right. Because he didn't have anything at 23. Sure. Bill became a tad bit nervous about Rosalina that he began to keep a diary that he left at work. Well, good for him. I can never stick with diaries. But he also, for some reason, took out a $150,000 life insurance policy on himself and had her as the benefactor. Like, he did it? Or he did does it. it is was it wasn't fishy? It didn't look like she did it? Mm-mm. It looked like he did what? it. I don't know. That's, That's interesting. That is a carrot in front of the donkey. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you're making me nervous. So I'm just going to set out this nice pile of money in exchange for my untimely and, death. And hope don't I live. do anything. Yes, but don't you yeah. kill me. Don't you touch it. It reminds me of that thing you did when we were little, where you put out <laughs> the candy in front and left. It said, now don't you eat any. Actually, for you, it was cantaloupe. I know, that's such a, a bummer that I was such yeah, a loser. Yeah, I might cut that one out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it came back in style. No. Uh, celebrities oh, were doing it to true. their kids. That's true. And I was like, oh, See, I was my mom did it to for me my first. Time. Yep, I was, yes. it was before your time. Yep. So on December 22nd, Bill did not report for duty, which was very unusual. So, this is December, so they've been together since August. They were married in August, so this is December that same year. His commanding officer called Rosalina. 
Oh my, less than a year that they've even known each other. Yes. So his commanding officer called Rosalina and she seemed unfazed. Red flag number one. (laughs) (laughs) I I picture a whiteboard with you. (laughs) Boom. With like a ruler. Uh, Days passed. So Rosalina figured she better start looking for him. And she called around to his friends and none of them saw him. None of his friends saw Wait, him. Wait, so she started calling after days? Yes, days passed. Okay. And then one week later, on December 29th, 1981, 25-year-old John Tibbetts was out walking on a remote logging road and found a face-down body. He ran back to his house to call police because, you know, back in 81, they didn't have cell phones. <gasps> Oh, that run would be terrible. Yeah, I would have. I would have freaked. Yeah. Uh, when the police arrived, they saw the victim face down in a puddle, and they saw that his jeans were pulled down, and there was a wallet in his back pocket, and mm-hmm. Bill's ID was inside. They oh. also found glass embedded in the soles of his sneakers, uh-huh. and they saw that his face was severely beaten, and he had a cowboy boot impression on his chest and boot prints around his body in the mud. They found a lot. I just picture somebody, yeah, like stomping around and angry. Oh, absolutely. You know? Well, the, the chest print, I'm sure. That's yes. angry. Yes. Well, I just can't believe the they did all that and then left his wallet hanging out of his pocket with his id in it yeah. if his face is so badly beaten like find me they could yeah the coroner found four 22 caliber bullets in his head four four and they say that's what killed him the bullets not the beating so it did and were they able to tell if the beating was first i well, i guess it would think be. it was some first. of it well i know it was first I mean, that's aggressive. The detectives went to tell Rosalina the news, and she began to cry, which turned into a wail, which they said was believable. Okay, so she's distraught. Yes, and they. she stated that she last saw Bill on the evening of December 21st when she left him at a bar with an unknown, long-haired male stranger. Well, that's convenient. Oh, yes. He left with a stranger? That's mm-hmm. weird. She claimed that he was an alcoholic, a drug addict, and that he was having an affair with Michael Cogswell, who's also in the Navy. Oh, my God. Yes. So she just, like, threw every slander she could at the guy. Yes. Like, he drinks too much. He's an alcoholic. He's a druggie. He's yep. having an affair. Not mm-hmm. only is he having an affair, he's having an affair with man, Mr. Naval Man. Like, yes. That, that's terrible. Yep. And since people in the military get drug tested all the time, and there's that don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah. I consider this red flag number two. Oh, definitely. Like, how is it that all this nice guy who, as we said, kind of got himself on a really good path in life, all of a sudden has been hiding all of these addictions mm-hmm. and... Like, if he's so smitten. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, he wouldn't be having an affair. Rosalina gave the detectives permission to search all of her property except one, a red car. Oh, how convenient, number two. Red flag number three. 
Yeah, like, like, oh, you can look everywhere, but just don't look at the big thing behind the <laughs> yes, curtain, <yes>. Mr. Oz. <laughs> like, what's behind door number three? She said that it was her vehicle, but it was driven by her ex-husband, Richard, the abusive one. Oh, he's still oh, in so the he's out and in the picture. Let's continue. Oh, gosh. So the interview with Rosalina gave the detectives two people to talk to. So they started off with Michael, the one that he was, quote, having the affair with. Uh-huh. And Michael stated that Bill never used drugs. They did not have an affair. Yeah. Uh, and he said that on December 21st, he went to a bar with Bill. They drank a bunch, and then they went home. So Rosalina wasn't there? Not at this time. Um, Michael was living with Bill and Rosalina because Bill was afraid of Rosalina. So... He asked Michael to move in with him. Wait, so he moved a third into the apartment so that he wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Michael was cleared because his boots were too big, and that was the only evidence that would connect him. The the blueprint on the chest. So can anything corroborate his story of the fear, like being moved in? So Richard was the next one up because of the red car. Mm Mm-hmm. So when the detectives got to his place where he lived, they found it suspicious. They observed that the back door was missing. There was glass on the floor. The walls and appliances were all freshly cleaned. They served a search warrant, and they did the luminol test. Oh, Yes, the floor and walls glowed. Glowed like what? (laughs) Like a Christmas tree. There's got to be a comparison. (laughs) They didn't say that on there, but I like saying it. They just said that they glowed. (laughs) And a pair of cowboy boots were found, and they searched the red car, and inside was a twenty-two caliber shell, shards of glass, Bill's blood and hair on the passenger seat. So the car that she told them not to search was then at Richard's house. And now they can search it. Robert Richard's house, which was (laughs) actually Robert, who was very ill's house. What? Yes. Rosalina Rosalina moved moved Richard into into Robert's old house. Wait. Uh huh. And in his garage was Rosalina's red car that had Bill's blood in it. That's messed up. Oh my gosh. You would think, honestly, after the police went to Rosalina and searched her stuff and she said, hey, don't look in this car, wouldn't you do something about it? Like, yeah. Rather than just like ring, 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 ring. Rather than just be like, hey, Richard, get rid of the car. Yes. Like, I just told them not to look in it. They bought it, like, that they just leave it, and it's got all of the incriminating <laughs> Set it on fire. All of it. Yep. Yes. Yeah. They didn't even clean it. January 14th, 1982, it was time to arrest Richard for first-degree murder and take a trip to the police station for processing. So, the detectives found uh-huh. the diaries of Bill's, which were written in perfect penmanship because Where they kept did... showing. So, that why didn't they, they were at, they were at work oh because when they searched the place they didn't find it nope okay. I, in fact rosalina didn't know about these diaries the diaries explained bill's fears of his wife and how she's trying to kill him oh god for example one night he woke up with her sitting on his chest shoving tylenol down his throat <gasps> he was allergic to tylenol I mean, if you take too much Tylenol alone, it would do that, let alone an allergy. (gasps) 
So he oh. woke up in the hospital with his stomach pumped. And oh. I think she was doing it all for the money. Yes. He closed the bank account in fear of losing everything. I still... that. That doesn't make sense with the life insurance thing, though. I don't know what he was thinking. Yes. So the police knew that Rosalina was somehow involved. That's the only connection between her ex-husband and her new husband is her. I mean, otherwise, they probably wouldn't cross paths, you know? Um, They knew that she was somehow involved, but needed to figure out how. Introducing... The jailhouse snitch. Oh. In March of 1982, Richard's cellmate told investigators that Richard implicated Rosalina in Bill's murder. The jailhouse snitch said that Richard said yes. that on December 17th, 1981, Rosalina moved Richard into the house of the first husband. So that's right when he got out of jail? Must have been. Like moved right back into her life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the afternoon of December 21st, she brought over a case of beer knowing about Richard's drunken temper. Mm-hmm. Later that evening, she brought a drunk Bill over and introduced Bill to Richard as her, quote, current husband. And that was the first time Richard found out about Bill and he got ticked. Yeah. And that's when he beat his face in. <gasps> well, yeah, so she and then, set up the dominoes. Yes. He realized what he did to Bill and said, I'm going to bring you to the hospital. Let's go in the car. Mm-hmm. And Rosalina told Richard that she would give him some of the insurance money if Richard finished off. So he wasn't going to do anything more. Yes. And she said, hey. Like, hey, I'll give you some of this. I'll pay you. Insurance money. 150 If you finish him off. <gasps> so in the garage, in the red car, Richard shot Bill twice in the head. Then Rosalina got in the back seat. They drove Bill to that remote logging road. Richard put Bill into the puddle. Oh, but yep. Bill was still alive and breathing. So Richard shot him two more times <gasps> and stomped on his chest. Oh, no. And he said that his chest sounded like a bag of potato chips. Oh. Isn't that gross? Yeah. Oh, God. That's yes. disgusting. Yes. And such overkill. Like, mm-hmm. two, two, and then a stomp. Like So on June 9th, 1982, Richard was convicted of aggravated murder and sentenced to life without parole. A few days later, Rosalina was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Uh The trial for Rosalina began winter of 1983, and on March 5th, 1983, she was found guilty, and she's also serving a life without parole. Did she ever admit guilt? I'm not sure. I'm thinking she was found guilty because they didn't say. Yeah. The sad thing is is that no one was ever charged in the deaths of Pete or Robert if they were her because Pete's heart attack and Oh. Thank you for joining us. This has been Sipping with Snaps. I'm Mary the Mom. I'm Kylie the daughter. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends. All your friends. If you like what you've listened to, we are going to put out episodes every Wednesday. Wine Wednesday. Hey Logan. Say I love you.